Good evening and welcome back to the Diz Dads Podcast Plus. I'm your host, Aaron Rittmaster, and with me tonight in the man cave to record the Diz Dads Podcast Plus are my trusted co-hosts, Tim Hicks. That wasn't flying, that was falling with style. <laughs> also known as plummeting. <laughs> and Willie Crocker. Hey there, welcome back. And tonight we're joined by our, uh, among our favorite contributors to the podcast, uh, Joe Masters. Good evening, all. Welcome. And uh, Terry Hawkins, who who is fighting through a uh, power outage there in Canada. So uh, hopefully Terry will come through loud and clear. Uh, Welcome back to the show, Terry. Thank you very much, Aaron. I am definitely, definitely deep within the man cave here. It's very dark. (laughs) (laughs) Now, in just a minute, uh, as you could probably guess with having, you know, Joe and Terry back as our guests, we're going to dive into the latest updates in the progress for planning Diz Dads Club Convention 10, the uh, gold DDCCX. And, uh, But before we get into that, we do need to give a shout out to our podcast sponsors. Uh, Special thanks to Wicked Mouse Travel and Mouse Master Travel, both of which are authorized Disney vacation planners who would love to help make sure your family gets the most out of their next Disney destination vacation, making sure that they match your family's specific interests and needs with the perfect vacation. You can check them out at their respective websites, wickedmousetravel.com and mousemastertravel.com. And hey, if you're in Canada, I'm sure that uh, Terry the Travel Guy would love to help you out as well. We've got about a a month and a half here to go, right? Somewhere around there until, uh, I guess, less than a month and a half until Diz Dad's Club Convention X. And we've had a lot of updates since the last time we had Joe and Terry on to kind of catch us up. So, so Joe, why don't you kind of catch us up a little bit? What, what are the, the big things? Maybe start with uh, status of the house, right? Because the, there's been a lot of updates to where things stand with the, uh, the clubhouse. So, yeah, for those that don't know, the clubhouse is an off-site location that we've uh, started back three years ago, uh, just renting a house at one of the reunion uh, at the resorts uh, within Orlando, because uh, we can get a nine-bedroom house that's got roughly 12 beds or so in it um, and, and put guys off in the house who might not be able to afford a full week at on Disney property, right? Because Disney resorts are, are relatively expensive these days. Um, and I get it, right? So if you're coming solo and you're not bringing the family and you want to keep this chi- this trip kind of on the cheap, um, we started doing the house. So uh, we've got another nine-bedroom house this year. It is still over in Story Lake, um, down off Osceola Parkway. Uh, it's a nine-bedroom. It's There's 12 beds, I think I counted out, somewhere in that number ballpark range. Uh, we've mostly filled the house. All of the king and queen-size bedrooms, the solo rooms are all sold off. There is a, I believe, a Harry Potter room that has three full-size beds, and I think all of those are full. Um, and then there's several twin bedroom, uh, twin bed bedrooms. Um, there are two twin beds left, I believe. Uh, otherwise, you know, we're set, we're good to go. House is already paid for. I've paid the the rental company, so we're set with that. Um, if there's anybody last minute coming, I know Coy, maybe a few other guys were on the bubble about potentially still staying in the house. Um, I know a couple of panelists on this particular call are in the house and I'd be glad to have you uh, specifically, Aaron, glad to have you back uh, after all these years. 
Um, oh yeah. And I, I was just going to say, you know, it, it, it isn't just the, the guys who, you know, needed to find a, an inexpensive place to stay. It could also be people like Willie and I, and, and, yeah. you know, nobody is, um, nobody has a worse travel agent than a travel agent, right? <laughs> um, we're our own worst, uh, enemies. That's the truth. Uh, you know, we were, we were both kind of stalling, 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 um, frankly, waiting to, to have Disney release, uh, travel agent rates for, uh, marathon weekend. And, and basically this has turned out to be a very, very popular marathon weekend so much so that when they, even when they finally did release, uh, the agent rates, by the time those came out, you couldn't even get regular rooms. Um, the last weekend is sold out. Yeah, I mean the, the last time Willie and I checked and and found anything at all, the only room that we could find available was I believe what was it the the two bedroom suite at Saratoga. Yep, that was wow, going to sure. be wow. like twelve hundred dollars a night. Yeah, <laughs> and that just wasn't happening. No, right, right. You know, that's I when mean, I reached out to you really fast, Joe, because Aaron right. and I were talking on the last show. As we were discussing it, I was like, Joe, I need that twin bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So just this past uh, this past weekend, you know, a couple of days ago, I started doing the numbers because Ariel's wanting to come down uh, from Wednesday to Saturday. It's the only time she can get off. And I started looking for on property and there is nothing anywhere. Um, so I went back to Old Faithful. Right. I, I know I can go to Starwood and or Marriott and get something out of the Swalfin. So that's what I did. Right contacted dolphin and they had a room available. So I put her up over there. So she'll still be on property. She'll still have the availability of using, you know, property buses and stuff. Um, and of course I'll go pick her up and carry her around some too while she's there. So yeah, if you're waiting this late in the game, um, pretty much too late. <laughs> house is the only way to go. Yeah. <laughs> I've literally looked from December 31st through like the 16th of January. And all I could find was, two bedroom at Saratoga or like crazy things at animal kingdom that obviously we were not going to pay for. Yeah. Right. Yeah. How about a sleeping bag on the floor? Huh? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, you know, th- that's, that's what we were faced with. It was going to be that or, or the party house. And we're really glad we've got the clubhouse to stay at. Yeah. Thank you. Well, if the party house gets full, you could still, <laughs> I'm sure you can get a couch or something, right, Joe? Yeah, I mean, we've always talked about that too, right? So if we fill up all the beds, the house capacity is like 20 or 21 people technically, right? So we can throw sleeping bags and airbags on the floor, air mattresses. You know, Joe, Joe can always sleep in the hot tub, right? Absolutely. That's where he'll be anyway. <laughs> yep. I was just going to ask. Hot tub, Joe? Hot tub and pool? Hot tub anyway? <laughs> um, all right. The other big kind of, uh, you know, moment or the big announcement um was the the special event so this is um one of the i think this is the first sort of disney official special event right we've done our own picnics off-site before but this time for the first time um terry organized a unique um well meet and greet uh spelled m-e-a-t terry why don't you kind of give us the lowdown on the uh, the meet and greet. So the meet and greet's happening at the Living Seas Salon, uh, which is in Epcot, just off the Coral Reef Cafe. Or yeah, um, so that is happening on Thursday, January sixth, five o'clock to eight o'clock, and it's going to be a uh, well, it's a pretty unique spot, and it's going to give a good chance for everybody to. Meet back up and mingle, and you know most of us haven't seen each other in in quite a long time. So it's a great opportunity to uh, kick off the whole convention. Yeah, you know when when Terry announced this, uh, he shared some of the pictures of the salon, and um, I was very impressed. I mean, I, you know, I, I knew the, the space existed, um, but I've never been in there before. And um, this is a space that is often used by Disney for you know, various kinds of events. Um, the wedding folks use it a lot, um, all that kind of thing. But um, it, it's a unique space, right? You're, you're just not, it's not a space you're going to see ever unless you're attending a Disney special event. 
Um, and it's right there next to Coral Reef Restaurant. So um, much like Coral Reef, right? You've got this whole wall of the salon that looks out on the the uh, Living Seas tank. Um, and it, it's just a really neat space. I, I'm really looking forward to this. So are you going to do like a Facebook live or live stream of some sort from it? If you can even get a signal from in there, I was going to say we can get a signal. We'll we'll give it a shot. I was going to say I'll 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 do whatever we need to for like, us slobs that couldn't manage to get away for it. That would be cool. I'd love to oh, see. I it. would definitely do that. I'd love to see all the guys that are there too. It'd be awesome. Yeah. So far, we've got we've got forty two uh, people signed up for it. Uh, so it's a pretty good pretty good turnout. Um, hoping for a few more, of course. You know, there's uh, there there is room for some additional people. Uh, but we do have to know uh, very, very soon, uh, probably by the time this podcast gets out. Right. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm going to try to expedite editing of this and get it up as, as quick as I can. I got one more that's got to get edited and, and out. But if I need to to do, you know, a, a double release week, we'll do a double release week. Um, now, this would be a good time maybe to give an overview of kind of the schedule that's come together. And I know we talked a lot last time about how. It's it's just dad's club convention. It's very laid back and everybody kind of finds their own way to navigate it. But I think that what we've learned is that over time, um, there starts to coalesce sort of a, a primary stream, right? And people will go and do their own things that that break off from that that primary stem. But um, you know, there's there's generally a, a kind of a gathering that you could hook back into, right? If you wanted to connect back up with the group, um, so maybe we could try and run through the core days um, and talk about sort of where it seems like the majority of folks are are going to be planning to spend their time. Just because it's getting to the point where I know for some of these days already, um, it's difficult to get park reservations for some of the parks. Yeah, that is true. The uh, the parks are going are looking like they're going to be very busy. Um, so, sort of the pre kickoff uh, is happening on Wednesday for the guys that get in a little bit early, and we're going over to Space Two Twenty uh, that evening. Um, I believe the reservations are for four o'clock and seven o'clock. Uh, with that restaurant, you're kind of at the whim of. Uh, of what times they have available. It is one of the most popular places to go right now. Uh, so we have that. And then uh, Thursday, uh, there's a uh, dinner reservation or breakfast renovation uh, reservations over at Boma uh, for those guys that want to make the trek from the house. But it's, uh, uh, I think, primarily people that are staying at them looking to lodge that day that are going in. And then we've got the big event uh, that evening. And I, I think the, we should uh, mention one thing about that event because it is in Epcot, but um, this is one of those rare events where, you know, because it's been put together through Disney events and um, it's got its own sort of separate existence. Um, it's one of those rare occasions where you can get into an event that's in a theme park without a theme park ticket. And you can't really do anything else in the park. But uh, even if you don't have a park reservation or a park ticket for Epcot for Thursday, you can still um, a- attend the event, right, Terry? That's correct. Uh, you're absolutely right there, Aaron. I do need to know in advance, uh, but uh, we can make arrangements to if you don't have a ticket for that day to get you escorted into the event for five o'clock, and then uh, uh, you'll be. Uh, free to leave at eight o'clock. That's uh, when our event is over, but you get three hours in there to hang out with the cool disc dads. Well, you, you eat fish tacos there in the, the uh, fish in the aquarium in the eye there. So. Right. Right. And, and can I, can I say that I, I very much appreciate and endorse that, uh, you know, you went the fish taco route because I've always said that if you're going to eat in a restaurant, that's right adjacent to the tank, you know, you ought to be able to hold your, your dinner up, to the tank and you know let the fish know this could be you on the tank yeah. this could be you so hey. you're going to be eating the slow swimmers is that what i get <laughs> mine mine <Yeah>. mine <laughs> well we did two main entrees just in case there are people who don't do seafood or fish right so there is a turkey a turkey uh, meat platter as well 
Excellent. Hey, I'm uh, a seafood diet guy. I, I seafood, I eat it, right? Absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and again, if you aren't planning on being in Epcot, don't have a park ticket, or don't plan on doing any parks, whatever the case may be, please let Terry know well in advance. And in advance doesn't mean two hours before the event. Right. In advance doesn't mean on Thursday. That means you probably know today whether or not you're going to have a ticket. Right. So start making plans. And yeah. And, and the reason I mention it is yeah. that, you know, there, there, there are always going to be a few people who end up with tickets that are not park hopper tickets, for example, or something like that. And if your situation is that, you know, because you're there with your family, you need to be at Hollywood studios for that day and, and you don't have park hopper. Okay. Let Terry know so that he can make the arrangements with the cast members and events and they can arrange to, to get you in to, to attend the event. Don't think that you're not eligible to attend the event because you've got base tickets and you're in another park that day. Um, we can help you. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And this is unlike other just at events yeah. where, you know, with the picnics and the other things, people could just show up. We could find space for you. This is not like that. No. No. I have to put the names in uh, or the numbers in, dietary restrictions, all that stuff well ahead of time. They do not give uh, the ability to um, uh, adjust those numbers right. um, from, you know. Yeah, and, and events gets, look, let's be honest, events gets cranky if you try to make last minute changes on them. I mean, True. look, they take good care of us and um, you got to give them the time to do their job. Right. And while we're on that topic, just one more thing that's uh, come to light in the last week or two is that uh, Disney has enacted a policy that if all of the parks are full for the day, there's no available availability on any park, they will not sell you a park ticket. So uh, if that's the situation and you're trying to get a park ticket uh, so you can get in and you can't get one, again, call Terry, let him know. Yep, absolutely. Um, and with the event, you know, there, there is the meal that's provided, uh, there's a cash bar as well. Um, and that, so, so there'll be, you know, plenty of, uh, opportunity for people to imbibe a little bit if they so wish and, to uh, meet up with their, catch up with all their fellow distads. Harry, I have event. a question uh, for you. For that. Yep. Is it magic band friendly or do we need to bring cash? like in our pocket do you know that is a most excellent question that is and i do not as of yet have an answer on that okay but uh i will ask if it is magic band friendly or credit card friendly or just straight cash perfect yeah that'd be great to know thanks because i just i don't usually bring cash to disney i mean i bring enough to like tip people but i don't bring enough to drink because it's, it's really expensive yeah, no, when I ab- drink. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. There, there will be a cashier there, so right. I am uh, assuming that at least the credit card option would be available. I would expect. Um, and it being Disney, I, I, I do expect the Magic Band option available, but uh, we, will, we will see for sure. Right. Perfect. Thank you. Now, um, okay, so getting, getting back to kind of the rundown of, of what's going on, um, the event itself takes place from five to eight. So, um, you know, after the event ends, obviously they're going to kick us out of that lounge. Um, they, they do, you know, use it frequently for other things. So they'll want us out of there. Um, and people will be free to explore the, the parks on their own. You'll be out in plenty of time to catch uh, harmonious or, or even hop to another park. Probably I'd have to double check those park hours, but, um, in any case, uh, there is some time to, to enjoy the parks. Um, if we then turn our attention to uh, the next day to Friday, um, I know there are some folks doing uh, like that. That day is like is one where people are kind of all over the place. Um, there's some folks That's- doing an early morning. There's a few folks doing an early morning breakfast at, at Kona. Um, there's the dinner that Tim Beloin is, is organizing at Animal Kingdom Lodge. Um and uh, some folks who were looking to do the the dessert party with the fireworks at Magic Kingdom, right? That's correct. It's a pretty packed day. It's going to be a lot of uh, uh, Ubering back and forth, unless we can hire Mr. John Peters to uh, <laughs> escort us uh, along on a bus. Uh, 
but yeah, it's, uh, it will be a, uh, it's a pretty packed day, uh, for those that are attempting to do all of those things. Uh, but it should be a lot of fun. Yeah, and, um, and I would say that, that the flip side to that is that none of those events are command performances. So, you know, I know that, that the nominal park for the day is magic kingdom. Um, so there will probably be more dads at Magic Kingdom than at any other park on that particular day. Um, so if you're planning, you know, that might be what, what the direction to take a look at. Um, but other than that, uh, it's, a, it's a pretty, you know, yes, there are lots of events going on that day, but it's also a pretty open day. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, thank you very much to the other dads who, who stepped up to, uh, uh, take the uh, lead, you know, Tim, for the dinner that he's putting uh, uh, putting forward there with the uh, with the chef, um, and uh, for Mike for taking the lead on the dessert party. Um, it is uh, nice to have some uh, additional uh, help in that. And uh, Joe, what what's the saying that you like to say about uh, people's vacation there? <laughs> I was waiting for an opportunity to squeeze it in. Look, when we do these conventions, we create opportunities, right? There are multiple dining opportunities, ride opportunities, park meetups, all of these opportunities for you to come in, say hi, get to know some of the guys, and then go on and do your own thing if you choose to do so, right? It's your vacation. You do Disney how you want to, right? Don't let us dictate how to spend your weekend, how your day, you know, what your schedule is like. You, you do what you do. I do what I do, right? These guys have been trying to get me in a dang restaurant at seven o'clock in the morning every trip for years, and I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm not a early riser. But no, it is, it's, it's your vacation. If you only get one or two vacations out of year, one of those with your family, and you just get a rare opportunity to come to the convention with the guys, I want you to have the best of time. Go do the things you are set to do. If Rise is on your bucket list and you want to set at Hollywood Studios for four days in a row to make that happen, go do that. There will be opportunities for you to meet up and catch up with us and, and you know, hang out. This year specifically is why we created this event. We know that there's going to be more guys than we've ever had in the past. And this made the perfect opportunity to not only celebrate the 10th anniversary of the convention, but to get everybody in one room together make it exclusive so that we're not sharing the restaurant with like, you know, beer garden and everybody else in the park. This is exclusive to the Diz dads. You have an opportunity to meet everybody else that you've talked to on Facebook or on the Diz or wherever you may have met up and heard about the Diz dads. This is your opportunity to get to know a bulk of the active people. Right. So uh, if you haven't, you know, put your money in yet, reach out to me, reach out to Terry, let us know. It's $157 for the meal for that Thursday night event. Let's get you in there. That way you get a chance to meet everybody. And that way you check that off the list right off the bat, right? First night. Sorry, Michael, Ty. <laughs> Actually, that's, a, that's another great reason that we should be uh, live streaming the event. Because we need to live stream it specifically to Michael Ty. To Michael, yeah. Because he's pretty best yes. about not being there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're just going to call him up on the phone. Right. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Michael, um, wish you were here. <laughs> you know, typically Terry is a very nice Canadian, but I, I have it on word and I have witnessed that Terry may have gotten flipped off a couple times last night on the Zoom call. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. He's, wow, he's wow. mentioned it more than once. <laughs> he should have lost power last night instead of tonight. Right. right. <laughs> Michael, unfortunately, couldn't get the time off. Um, he's coming in on Friday. Right. So he will miss the event. And again, we're sorry. Uh, now, Joe, you know, something that occurred to me as we were starting to talk about this um, is we mentioned that folks tend to go to different places. You know, we may have a park that's a, a central meeting place, but they may end up other places. And once people are in a park, people are kind of doing their own thing and on their own way. So, um, it occurs to me that you happen to to be right now sort of exemplifying uh, one of the ways that you can, you know, recognize and identify your fellow Diz Dads in the parks. Correct. So specifically on Friday, right, is our Magic Kingdom Day. Uh, two years ago, 2019 timeframe, I think it was. Um, three years ago now. Uh, 
we did a, a, a Magic Kingdom day in the park where we all wore, most all of us anyway, wore the same shirt. We got involved with what is now called the guest experience team. It was relatively new at the time. Yes. Um, and we brought in Mr. Penguin. And Mr. Penguin was just one of those, we needed a mascot, an icon. We needed a reason to be there that day, right? So we brought Mr. <laughs> Penguin into the park. I think Agent P grabbed him on the way out the house. Um, and it was one of the most magical days as part of the Diz Dads because we were able to give back. We sang happy birthday to everybody who had a button on, right? Because Disney gives out those, what are you celebrating buttons? So we did a lot of happy birthdays. It was before the pandemic. So there were no walls up in the lines and we could go through the serpentine line, high-fiving each other. Good game, good game. And watch all the dads, the moms and the kids, just their eyes light up. It's like, I don't know who these guys are, but I want to be part of it. And next thing you know, the whole line's good game, good game. And all the little kids are in on it. It was just amazing. Uh Um, As we toured through the parks, uh, you know, we were doing like tiki-taki, tiki oi, oi, oi. So it was like this dad version of Brazilian tour group. Um, we even had a flag right out loud. Um, and the cast members were recognizing this. They were calling us out on the radio and saying, Hey, look, these guys are coming into your area. Look out for them. Um, and as we would do group photos in front of you know Big Thunder or whatever, cast members were coming out of the woodworks to clean. Yeah. You know, they were coming every which way. Photos. That was great. Like, this is this is effortless and amazing and fun. And it's just, you know, so that's why we decided to make Magic Kingdom Day the day. Uh, that we typically try to wear a Diz Dads Club shirt. So that year we did four shirts. I think we did a Magic Kingdom, Hollywood, Epcot, and and uh, Animal Kingdom shirt that year. But we're down to just one shirt this year that we really need, and it's for Magic Kingdom Day. So on the DDCC10 website, I did put a link out there to Adam Dale's Dalester store. I know um, Todd had done a run of shirts for DDCCX shirts that a lot of people ordered some stuff from him, got some shot glasses, some hats, and shirts. So there's there's several different shirts. Just make sure you wear one of those um, if you want to be recognized as part of the group on that Friday, right? So, again, there's a link in the, the Facebook page for DDC210 that links to this shirt, and it actually has a white bar underneath the member club logo. So if you want to write your name in there or your 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 Diz handle or Facebook fa- you know nickname, whatever you want to put in there, let's just not get thrown out of the park, right? Don't put anything derogatory. <laughs> right, right. Now, what was the name of the, the uh, uh, guest experience cast member? So the first guy that we met that actually toured us around and gave us the extra special experience was named as Rayvon Redding. And Rayvon. If you don't know Rayvon, Rayvon yes. this year is now an official Disney ambassador. He's one of the two uh, with Ali Mannion and Rayvon Redding are both the ambassadors for Walt Disney World this year. I would like um, to think it's been we an amazing journey to watch this young man not only go in through the guest experience team, be part of the VIP tour package. He's been a VIP tour guide. Um, but now to also be a total employee cast member ambassador. Um, he gets to go travel all over and represent Disney World. He was in Philadelphia on Thanksgiving Day in the Philadelphia Parade. Um, he's been on a lot of the live streams and all the shows and all of the introductions that Disney's done recently. Him and Allie have been part of those introductions. It's been so fun to watch him grow in that role. Um, the first he thing just he did when we, we met with him is... You know, we, we said, we want to go do Jungle Cruise. Let's go ride on a boat and fill up a boat, right? Because that's what the Diz Dads like to do is fill up a whole ride. We'll fill up a whole train at, you know, Big Thunder. We'll fill up a whole train of mine cars on Seven Dwarf. So we're like, let's go get a boat at Jungle Cruise. Well, what we didn't know is he had something planned, right? We get over there with Mr. Penguin, and there's an actual kid-sized costume. We dressed Mr. Penguin up in a skipper outfit. And he rode up front with the guy driving the boat. It was the most amazing thing. <laughs> and again, effortless. Yeah. It's like we didn't pay for any of this. We didn't ask for any of this. It was just pure magic that happened as part of the day. So that's why we want to do, you know, we, we try to pick Magic Kingdom Day as our day to represent the Diz Dads, go around and, and, and just have a great time. Yeah, no, and, and I think it's a good point. I think you're going to find that there are guys that have, I mean, look, this is DDCC 10. So there are guys who have 10 years worth of Diz Dad's Club shirts and there are multiple iterations, right. multiple different uh, logos that have been used, multiple different colors. Um, but, you know, keep your eyes open. You'll, you'll be able to recognize, I, I'm going to bet that, you know, yeah, the primary day is going to be that Magic Kingdom day, but... I would venture to say that that any day that week that you're in a in a Walt Disney World park, I, I would bet that you could find somebody wearing a Diz Dad's Club shirt in 
every one of, of the some fires fashion, right? At, at any at any time. Yeah, and again, that's why the meet and greet we think is so valuable. Is it gets you a chance to put a face to a name, um, and at least get an early idea of who you're hanging out with for the weekend. Sure. Yeah, and I guess the the one thing I would add, and then I guess what I what I was working towards is, you see somebody wearing a Diz Dad's Club shirt, don't hesitate to walk over and say hello, introduce yourself. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. You know, the the guys who who are wearing those shirts uh, in the parks are doing it because they're, you know, they're advertising. They're comfortable being identified as as part of the Diz Dads Club, uh, however embarrassed they might be of their uh, fellow Diz Dads. Right? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, feel free to reach if out if you're a member of the club. If you're a member of the club, uh, there's, uh, you, you don't have a bone left in your body. That's right. To be we know no shame. <laughs> yeah. No shame. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, all right. So that, oh, that's it's, magic. A, it's a great group of guys who just love that. Yes. Agreed. So that's, that's the magic kingdom day. Um, and then the, the day after that, um, and I just lost my notes. Where did those go? Somebody help me out here. What's up next? <laughs> Saturday, Saturday is Hollywood Studios. Um, so there's, uh, uh, well, Saturday is actually Give Kids the World in the Morning. I was going to say, have, have, that, that want to volunteer. So that's, what's, that's what's been the status? Because I yeah. know that that's one of the things that we've kind of had a, a challenge getting lined up just because, you know, in the age of COVID, um, what, what was available to us through Give Kids the World has changed a couple of times. Yeah, absolutely. Um, David Van Cleve is still heading up the, uh, uh, he's still the point of contact for us uh, with Give Kids the World, Give Kids the World, and he is organizing the volunteering there. We are very sure that it's going to happen. We're not 100%. Nothing can be 100% in this day and age, um, but we are very sure that we'll be, we will be volunteering there on Saturday morning in some capacity. It almost for sure will not be serving breakfast. It will most likely uh, be helping uh, take the lights down and and wrapping them up, um, like the guys did uh, this last year. Okay, so like helping helping to close down because they did, especially this year. They right, they did a really big um, sort of festival of lights type event, um, just because you know partially because they they have not been able to uh, you know play host to uh, uh, wish kids who, who were maximum number of families that they can have. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. So they've got to reduce capacity obviously because of COVID. Right. Um, and they're dealing we started with doing this really- several years ago. Right. So if you're not familiar with give kids the world, I'd, I'd recommend looking them up. Um, yeah. If you've ever heard of the make a wish foundation, right. There's a lot of wish organizations out there, but make a wish is probably the most popular. Uh, and you know, when a family gets granted the wish to come to Disney world, uh, the Give Kids War Village is a great place for them to come and stay. The village puts them up in a bungalow uh, for the week. They get seven days, right? So Disney provides three days worth of park tickets. Universal provides two days worth of park tickets. I believe SeaWorld offers one. And then on the seventh day, they get the use of the village, which the village has been uh, modified and uh, ridiculously with, with rides and donations from all of the theme parks and area attractions and things that they've acquired over the years. And they've gone back and remodified those attractions to be wheelchair accessible. So even kids in wheelchairs are very well accounted for and entertained within the village, right? So one of the things that I think is really popular is that this is the kid's wish, not the family's wish. Let's be clear on that, right? Their families get to come with them. So as part of the as part of the organization, right, the things they do are things like on Wednesday mornings, they do mandatory ice cream breakfast, right? When, when a kid gets to go have ice cream for breakfast instead of the usual stuff. Um, there's wheelchair accessible swimming pools and stuff. They transfer them into PVC chairs so that the kids can enjoy the pool and everything else. Uh, it's just an amazing organization. Uh, one of our own Diz Dads, you know, Steve Amos, uh, runs a lot of the activities through Give Kids the World. Um, and it's been a great opportunity to help, you know, contribute and, and donate our time, right? So we have an actual philanthropy and a purpose to other than just being a bunch of guys running around the park drinking beer. Um, <laughs> right, which is well, the, you know, there's nothing wrong with that either, but it's not, no, there's not on purpose. Yeah. So that, that again, the purpose what that we started is near with. dear to every dad's heart, right? Yeah, absolutely. Right. We, we want to. So we started with that, that love, share the joy. COVID so is there any in, chance obviously. I can cook chicken nuggets? 
<laughs> and olives, olives too. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, I'll bring the electric umbrella over to give kids the world, and I'll there you go there for a while. Oh, right. You're gonna curse the kids with that thing. <laughs> <laughs> they're supposed to. They're supposed to be away from the hospital, not. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> But no, it's it's a great opportunity. And again, we, we started volunteering there uh, about three years ago or so. We we did two years in the dining room uh, in Clayton's Hall serving breakfast. Uh, and it covered everything from not only serving food, doing dishes, cleaning, busing tables, uh, carrying trays for people, you know, helping get refills, whatever the case may be. It was, it was, a, it was a blessing of a day to contribute back and give back to the village. Um, and then COVID hit, obviously, and, and then in order to continue to raise money because of a down year, um, they partnered with all of, again, the, the theme parks and the businesses all over Orlando, Central Florida, uh, started sponsoring these bungalows in the buildings and stuff. And they were calling it a night of a million lights, but what it ended up being more of like night of three million lights. Wow. So at some point, all of that's got to come down. And that's where the Diz Dads kicked in and says, okay, well, well, we'll help with that. We don't care. We'll help whatever it takes. Right. You know, so we did that last year and took down, uh, an entire house. And, and it wasn't just, you know, the brim of the house and around the windows and the doors. I mean, we're talking laced across the roof, the trees, the ground, the bushes everywhere. There was right. This, you know, this was thousands a, upon thousands, a concentrated display, not your typical, yeah, very, very concentrated. I mean, if you look it up, you can probably find videos and photo of this thing from the sky and maybe even from the space station. Uh, <laughs> I was say, what, are the, what are those moments where they had to activate the nuclear power plant? Just to right. keep up, right? <laughs> but that's what's slated first thing for Saturday morning. And then of course, after we get done with that, um, there is, you know, Hollywood studios day, go in and get some galaxy's edge, maybe uh, various other things within Hollywood studios. Right. Uh, and there looks like there's a, a- Few folks, at least, they're going to going to do a dinner, uh, maybe an early dinner at uh, Hollywood Brown Derby. But looks like the majority of the gang is kind of on their own for dinner, which you know is is fairly typical. Um, and and you know, so Saturday, it looks like the the bulk of the crowd is going to be at Hollywood Studios after Give Kids the World. Uh, now, Sunday is the, you know, the the final official day of Diz Dad's Club Convention, and you know, we go out as, as I guess, Terry would probably most characterize it with a bang, right? Yep. We go out, uh, at the best park in, uh, all the world, uh, well, North America anyways, <laughs> uh, and going to the, uh, the, the best location in the best park, uh, in North America. And that would be the Dawa bar or, <laughs> Going to go and get our fill of uh, uh, Bloody Marys and bacon, hopefully. 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 So, uh, if if you hadn't figured it out, uh, it does mean that the the unofficial official <laughs> park for the that last day on Sunday is uh, Disney's Animal Kingdom, um, and best park. Favorite uh, spot for Diz Dads to gather there is Dawa Bar. Um, if we're lucky, uh, they'll, they'll be serving, uh, they'll be serving Bloody Marys again. You know, th- this is one of those, uh, challenges right over the years that we've had with Dawa bar, because, um, as we learned Dawa bar, when they built it, they didn't actually build it with its own services for lack of a better way to put it. Right. So, um, when it came to things like their bloody Mary mixes and their, you know, all of their things that they would need for the, the nicer cocktails that they were doing, um, those all had to be prepared at Tusker house and then brought out. And so that's been the, the ongoing struggle for Dawabar because, you know, there was a time where they had the, the whole sunshine cocktail menu and, I mean, Terry and I uh, worked our way through. We tasted the entire cocktail menu back uh, during, I think it was DDCC five. Uh, we went through it the was, entire. It was glorious. It really was. So, Joe, <laughs> what time do you get there? 12? One? This is the beautiful thing because Dawa is the most Joe friendly bar on property. Dawa doesn't open until 10 a.m., so you can sleep in and still rope drop Dawa. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, hey, and and I noticed that there's a bunch of entertainment coming back, and among the entertainment yes. coming back, we're going to get our music back outside Dawa Bar. Yes, you might even catch Terry dancing. <laughs> you don't want me dancing. Uh, definitely catch Joe dancing. I know dancing. somebody that'll dance for a Mickey Bar. And you know, look, there, that's a that's a great way to to gather and say goodbye to people too, right? To to say your farewells uh, over a, a nice you know morning cocktail at Dowell Bar, um, and Animal Kingdom. You can say what you want about Animal Kingdom. You know, Terry calls it the best park. Tim is done with Animal Kingdom after about four hours if he goes slow and drinks a lot. Um, yeah. yeah, that includes three hours at Dawa Bar. <laughs> but, but the reality is that however you but, feel but, about, about Animal Kingdom, it, it is the best park. The only one that's even close is, is Epcot when it comes to just kind of relaxed hanging out. Um, that's very true. You know, there there are more places in Disney's Animal Kingdom to just go at your own pace and hang out and enjoy being with the people you're with, um, without without feeling like you're you're missing out on, you know, this thing or that thing trying to pull your attention away. You can you can absorb the atmosphere of Disney's Animal Kingdom with you know, the, the people you're there, you're there with. And um, I think it's one of the few parks where you can go in, never ride a ride and still have a great time. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And definitely like, feel like and there's you so got much value just for your going on so much atmosphere. Right. Yeah. 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 And if you get and tired of Dawa, if you sit at Dawa park. for two or three hours, you can leave Dawa and go where Terry. Uh, you while well, you wander your way over to Nomad, Nomad Lounge, exactly. and sit out <laughs> Nomad, and you watch everyone wait in line for Flight of Passage, and <laughs> well, and, and here's Honestly, here's a, you, here's a tip. You've got the two best. Go ahead, go ahead. You, you've got the two best bars in the parks anywhere in the world, right there in Animal Kingdom. And like you said, you've got all the atmosphere there. And that is why Animal Kingdom is the best park, plain and simple. Right, as mayor, disclaimer, in the park. Me, as mayor of La Cava del Tequila, I beg to differ that, <laughs> that they're the two best. <laughs> all right. Well, all right. Here, here's another tip, right? I'm going to suggest that one of the best things to do is to take that last drink you got from Dawa. Go for take a little walk. Go walk the uh, Gorilla Falls Trail with your cocktail, nursing your cocktail. The the I love watching those gorillas. They're a lot of fun. There are a couple of adolescent gorillas now that are stepbrothers or half brothers um, that are hilarious to watch, especially if you're there. Yeah, frankly, whether you're there with your kids or without your kids, if you're there without your kids, you can watch those gorillas and think, "Oh, I'm with my kids." Um, and you know, if you are with your kids, you can, you know, point them out to your kids and say, huh, just like you. So either way you win. Um, right. But, uh, you know, you can enjoy that trail. And then when you circle back from the trail, now your cup's empty. So you can work your way on to nomad. Yo, bartender, Joe Rude needs a refill. (laughs) (laughs) That is, that is a, uh, uh, perfect day for animal kingdom that is a perfect plan for the day i don't get much better than that right and then when terry says a perfect plan for the day he's talking about a full seven hours <laughs> right you just don't get tanked yeah, up at, at both of those bars and then go hop on flight of passage am i right oh it depends no no, no. Depends on how strong your stomach is, Tim. Right. <laughs> right. I suppose that's true. But I would we all know how strong it. yours is, really. Well, <laughs> mine's a lot different than most. So, <laughs> um, and and then you know, as we've mentioned every time we've talked about this, look, if you're not going to be getting in until the weekend, like poor Michael Ty, um, you know, that's okay. I mean, you can you can join in, pick up wherever you happen to, to join up with us and continue on with your vacation after 
you know, some of us depart. Um, same thing on the other direction. If you're already going to be at Walt Disney World, like, you know, Terry, who's going to be camping out starting New Year's Eve, um, you know, do your thing and meet up with us partway through. That's great, too. Um, it, it's when we talk about things that are planned for Diz Dad's Club Convention, um, I don't know how many times we can say it or how clearly we can say it, but it, it's it's about having opportunities to meet up with people, not expectations. Correct. And kudos to all the guys over the years that have created that kind of an environment because um, it's to me, it's a, the perfect thing. You know, if if there are things that I really feel like, you know, I've missed my vacation, if I don't do them, I can do those and still find opportunities to meet up with the guys because you guys find s- such great ways to create the opportunities. It's whether it's a dinner or whether it's, you know, being in the in a certain park at the same time or whatever there, even if it's, you know, hanging out uh, at the house after hours, there are lots of opportunities for people to come and join you and just hang out and get to know each other and, you know, uh, refresh friendships that, uh, that might've lapsed over a couple of years. So, you know, like I said, hats off to you guys. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's, it's the one thing I think that's really grown out of this convention, you know, you go back to the beginning and think about how it all started. Uh, the reason we called it a convention, you know, started with the nemesis challenge between Barry and Tim, Team Barry, Team Tim, coming in to watch them run. And, and, and it just it was a great weekend and it's grown ever since. And it's become a great uh, friendship and it's been a great brotherhood, if you will. We're, we're family, if you will. Um, you think back to all of the things we as a club have done from like the very beginning with David Nicely and family um, adopting the four uh, Polish kids, right? So, you know, we, we did a fundraiser, thought, you know, as uncles, as, as Disney uncles, it is our responsibility to not let those kids go to Disney and have to look through the fence. It's like we, we helped them out with that. There's been scenarios where people have gotten sick and they've needed some assistance, right? Getting kids back and forth to the hospital. Maybe they need to help with some doctor bills, something just to get them through several months. We've done all kinds of different fundraisers. I can think of you know, stuff we did to help Matt, we did stuff to help Carl, um, just, you know, Jim. all along the way. And then the moments we've taken to think about the ones we've lost, right? Uh, from Byrne to CJ to Andrew to Jim Locke, it's been, you know, we are, again, like I said, family, and, and we do think about each other. We do uh, send condolences and, and and our love and prayers to everybody across the, the region, across the globe even, right? So, it's just it's just to turn it into something amazing that started out as a as a you know a forum and a, a Diz group uh, has come to what it is today and what it's going to turn into for the year ten right and it'll carry on for many more years right nobody's ever going to get tired of going to Disney we may get outpriced we may not be able to afford but we'll never get tired of it <laughs> so um, oh, when when you can start making Dawa Bar happen without having to buy a park t- park packs park ticket to get in, now you're talking. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Aaron. Well, so, so I just thought you know, Willie and I are essentially traveling together this trip, and and I thought it might be interesting because you you've got kind of both ends of the spectrum, right? Um, you, you've got me who was there at the beginning, was there for the the first uh, you know five or so in a row. Um, and then I've been away for a little bit. I'm looking really forward to getting back to it. And we've got Willie who hasn't ever been to a Diz Dad's Club convention and is looking forward to his first. So maybe starting with, with somebody like Willie, who's going to be a first timer, um, you know, Terry and, and Joe and, and Tim too, you know, it'd be good to hear your perspective as well. What, what's the, the best tip that you can give that first timer for Diz Dad's Club convention, you know, coming in? Definitely keep an open Don't mind. Don't be afraid to take. Yeah. <laughs> Let's start with Joe. <laughs> We're on the same page. Yeah, go ahead, Terry. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, take a chance. Uh, you know, come out and meet us. Uh, nobody bites hard. Um, and uh, it's at least we've had our shots. <laughs> um, you know, uh, yeah, everybody's. Wonderful. You, you're going to find somebody in the group that you you click with and you get along with uh, really well. Uh, and 
it's just a, a great group of like-minded uh, dads. We're out there doing the best for our kids. Uh, we're we're uh, huge fans of Disney, and that's two things right off the bat that you've got in common with complete strangers. So they're not really strangers. <laughs> How about you, Joe? What's your best tip? Yeah, again, like I said earlier, keep an open mind, right? You're going to come across somebody who maybe rubs you a little wrong, doesn't seem like the kind of person you want to hang out with. That's going to happen all over the world, right? Whether you go to Disney or not, there's going to be people like that in the world. Um, but but also, you know, let loose a little bit. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy the parks. Enjoy what we're, we're doing, you know, around the village and, and around the world uh, in the Walt Disney World because, um, these people aren't going to send these photos to your, to your family and to your bosses. Not, we're just, you know, we're hanging out in the park. What happens at Disney stays at Disney unless it's on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a great thing then because I love to let loose as Aaron knows. So we will have a lot of fun. I promise you. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm going to miss seeing that Willie. Oh uh, no. You're going to really regret not being there. I'm sorry. Yeah. Right, whatever floats your boat. So Tim, any any tip that you would give to to Willie as somebody who you know wasn't there for the first one, but but did join in to the fun along the way? Yeah, and and frankly, uh, I was there for number four, number seven. So I'm looking at number ten, thinking, yeah, this was supposed to be my time to go again, and it that's it didn't work out this time. But I would say this, especially for a guy like Willie who's been there a lot of times, he's not going to be trying to go commando mode in the in the parks or anything. So I would say relax and let the magic happen because when you're doing these things like you know walking around with the guys and and taking pictures with all these cast members and singing happy birthday to the kids and stuff it's like it's it's magic that you didn't expect to happen and it's not that anybody necessarily did anything for you to make magic happen it just happens and that that's probably the my favorite thing that I've ever gotten out of any of these things, aside from, you know, the camaraderie with, uh, with the rest of the fellas. I'm very excited. Not going to lie. You, you've touched on something there, uh, Tim, that's, that's really important. And, and Joe has mentioned this earlier on too, you know, what, what the planners of the convention do and this is true from from Aaron when he when he planned out the uh, convention number one uh, through to you know this convention here is the planners create the opportunity for um, the attendees to to have a great time and that but it, the most magical moments that have happened in all of these conventions have been spontaneous and they haven't come from the planners. We just create the opportunity there and lay the groundwork. It's, it's the other attendees. It's the other distads that take it and run with it with agent P grabbing Mr. Penguin that one day and creating honestly, what's probably the best day I've ever had in magic kingdom. Um, you know, through to, I, I think there's all those standout moments in, in every convention are created by the other members. And that, that's what makes me really proud, you know, and, and uh, I'm, I'm curious as to what's going to happen this year, what's going to be the standout moments and, <laughs> and that we just don't know because they, they, there are always things that just organically uh, happen. They just come together uh, with the, yeah. Yeah. So, so let me ask you this from my own perspective because you know from as somebody who's who's been through this and who you know helped kind of get it rolling um what what should i be on the lookout for what should somebody who you know has been to a few of these and maybe hasn't been in a little while you know what what should i be uh ready for well i think one of the things that we always want to take on as we go through right because this is an ever-changing environment. There's always new rides, there's new restaurants. It's, it's constantly evolving, growing, developing place. Uh, and we always try to get those places in. So worst case scenario, right? We, we did space 220 on Wednesday night, which is before most people get there. It's hard to put all of this stuff into four days, right? When yeah. we consider that we've always considered the convention between Thursday and, and Sunday, right? Because most people can't get that much time off. Scott being a perfect example can only come in typically, 
you know, Thursday through Sunday, maybe even Wednesday through Sunday. Um, so we try, we've always tried to do a good dining event so that everybody has a chance to sit down and, and drink and eat and, and get, you know, chat and have a good close proximity. And there's just not a lot of restaurants on Disney property where we can do that as a group. Um, yeah. when we now. started doing the, the picnic in, in DDCC six, um, it was one of those just, it just happened, right. It just made sense to do. Carl wanted to do a thank you luncheon for what we had done for him the previous year, right? Because that was the year he got sick and couldn't work. And we did a, you know, we did a little fundraiser for him and he wanted to pay the group back. And that was his idea to come up with this picnic, but it was the most amazing opportunity from a group perspective because it was no pressure. There was no Disney cost associated with it other than being there. Right. And we, we ran two grills. We got all of the meats and the, and the foods the people that were staying in the resort with us, I mean, Paul and Tim and, and the Gilberts and everybody that was in the resort with us there at Saratoga that year, everybody made their own you know, contributions of plates or a side dish or something. We did kind of a little potluck thing and then told everybody, you know what, just show up to Saratoga by, you know, noontime, come eat, hang out, meet and greet. It was the original, you know, real full size meet and greet that we had done. And the, I think the most amazing thing out of that was it's so natural and organic that that the kids were playing together like they'd known each other for years. Right. Right. They they had got a tub of cheese balls and were tossing the tub like a football. They were just doing whatever. And, and, and people were coming in and it's like there was a freezer full of Mickey bars and the kids were eating ice cream. And and, and Jay had brought in like uh, youngling beers from Pennsylvania, straight from the youngling factory. It's just everybody was contributing something a little different that just made it so amazing and 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 that's the kind of thing i think you know that like terry was saying these things happen just naturally um be a part of them if you can right come come by you know stop in and say hi get your rides in jeff fry is probably the best example of somebody i know that's done these events gone off and done a four-part force and act challenge and still met up with the group you know he, he did his thing and then he did the group thing and it's 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 very possible even in that short amount of time yeah to this day, whenever uh, my asks, uh, Jeff, who? And I go, well, you remember the guy that came on tour with us, uh, and he'd be walking with us in the park, and then he'd disappear, and then he'd just reappear. And he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that guy. <laughs> he, he's the prime example of, of somebody that does his vacation the way he wants to vacation. Um he, you know, he goes and does his thing, meets back up with the group and, and keeps going, um, you know, and, you know, this, this thing's coming into its 10th year and for people that haven't been to, uh, any, or, or maybe haven't been in a while, it can be a little bit intimidating, uh, because, you know, there are such strong bonds. Uh, made between a lot of these dads, but we're all very open. Like, come on in. You know, if if we're having a talk and it it looks like uh, you know it's a it's a closed talk, it's it's not. Come on in, join in. We'd love to meet you. We'd love to hear more about you. We'd love to catch up with you. You know. Um, okay, let me turn the table yeah, right back yeah. on you, Terry, because you just touched on something. Um, I'm the kind of guy that, you know, depending on what kind of mood I'm in, if I see that going on, there's, you know, there's guys that have established bonds that have been around for years. I may just sit aside and just, you know, watch and not necessarily jump in the big middle of things, regardless of what you might think. But I would say, you know, to all four of you, if you see anybody like that, that's just sitting around wide eyed, not, not really knowing how to get involved, drag them into the conversation. And for anybody else that's listening that hasn't been to these, um, I'm going to touch back on that picnic. Uh, I think it was DDC 6 uh, that you guys were talking about. There were at least one, if not two or three people live streaming that and just set up a camera and just let it roll. And I just sat here watching that going, wow, that is so very cool. These kids can't know each other, and yet they're playing together and doing stuff together. These guys can't. How does this guy know that guy? And how you know the and the wives? The wives are just together and 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 talking like it's a big old hen party. How does this happen? And if you at all um, feeling a little bit uh, a little skeptical or I don't know, 
watch some of the live streams because there will be live streams. I will guarantee there will be live streams and, and see what it's about. But yeah, I would say for the four of you guys that are going be on the watch for people like me that might have one of those days that I'm just sitting aside going, uh, who are all these people? Why am I here? They're not talking to me. What did I get myself into? Exactly. Right. <laughs> so you want us to live stream when we're in Epcot and things Gosh, like that? Yeah. Okay. Live stream all you can. Okay, because cool. okay. well, the that's that's kind of what's built it to the way it is, right? It's us live yeah. streaming for the people that didn't come. That You're exactly right. Or maybe they couldn't come, right? So we've always kind of live streamed some of the stuff just to say, we do do things while we're here. It's not just get on a ride, go to the next ride, get on the next ride. Right. It's, it's not it's ride, ride, ride. It's, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, it's no. Dawa drink and repeat, but um, there, oh, there have been some great <laughs> ones. Fun. I'm thinking about Tim Tim on the on the boardwalk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not okay. planned at all. <laughs> planned at all. That was awesome. I was I was laying in bed watching this thing go down. I mean, you know, and that's the thing about it. You're exactly right. The, those of us that are watching this stuff are getting engaged and going, "Wow, I want to be a part of that. I want to do that next time that they do that." So. Yeah, I hope I hope there's plenty of live streams for us to watch. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm I'm you know glad that I was able to to fight through the garbage at home and make finally make plans and and get it nailed down and um, looking forward to to being there and seeing everybody again and and renewing all of those great friendships. Um, you know, Willie and I've been talking about it. We're going to, we're going to try and see what we can do about doing a, a live show at some point um, during the convention. Think we can pull it off. Sweet. If we can pull it off. Yeah. No yeah. guarantees. There've been a bunch of changes in the software since the last time we did it. So um, just got to make sure that, that I've got the right okay. stuff ready to go and that, that it's going to be doable. If not, we'll definitely be recording some audio to bring back for everybody. Um, and we'll, we'll, certainly be doing a show you know a recap after the fact hopefully with uh some some live audio that we can cut back to um but in in any case i gotta once again thank terry and joe for really taking the reins and making sure that uh you know ddcc rated x uh is going to be <laughs> the, the best yet yeah that's uh, the uh... so savannah's going to be there <laughs> well Aaron you know you really did uh, you, you kicked us off with these conventions with the first one and uh, you know you continued that uh, 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 planning and that for conventions as, as long as you were able to and and handing it handing it over um, you know it's it's been awesome big shoes to fill for sure and can't wait to uh, meet Willie uh, can't wait to see uh, you, Aaron, here again. Uh, been waiting a long time to catch up with you. And uh, Tim, sorry, we're going to miss you this year. Yeah, um, but uh, there'll be others. You, you'll see us on live streams. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll be I'll be chatting right back to you. Awesome. All right. Well, uh, I think we're going to wrap up here and uh, just look forward to seeing everybody in about uh, a month and a half here, a little less. Um, can't wait to see everybody uh and just a reminder if you're staying at the house now that willie and i are staying there as well uh can't speak for willie but uh just a warning i know that that you know terry what, has shared your air room freshener? With me before well sh terry shared a room with me before um I'm trying to remember i think i may have shared a room with joe at some point uh as well uh and maybe maybe tim um but i snore like a freight train uh um, i snore worse trust right. me Dude, so, you guys need so, to check into CPAP yeah, machines. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I should be a, looking at CPAP like years ago, but yeah. All right, so there may be a contest going on in our room. Right. We may, we who who goes to bed first and who well, goes to may, bed last? We may whip out the decibel meters. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, in any case, be prepared. Yeah, I'm not worried. All right. Uh, so until next time, uh, I have been your host, Aaron Ripmaster, with my trusty panel of tim hicks we'll see you real soon and willie crocker have a wicked wild night and our special guests once again joe masters good night all see you real soon and terry the travel guy hawkins can't wait to see everybody here at the convention it's going to be awesome i don't play looking forward to it. Up. 
I don't play a damn thing, man. I don't play a damn. I don't play a damn thing, man. Go, go, gadget. So I can read your lips because I can't hear anything anymore. <laughs> what? Exactly. It has to have a pool and a hot tub first. Yeah, 